0: Welcome to Kansas City Confidential, a podcast where we hear from the people behind Kansas City's local restaurants, businesses, and personalities. I'm your host, Sari, and today's guest is Eric from Dream Design Develop, one of the developers of Penway Point. This new entertainment district in the crossroads is gonna offer a beer garden, 150-foot observation wheel, food, and so much more. Here's Eric to talk about Penway Point and what it's gonna do for Kansas City. (music) Hey, hey, Casey's confidential.
1: Casey's confidential. Hey. You've got a pretty unique perspective on the city now. You know, you've met a lot of the people making things happen, you know, come together. What have you seen? Like, what's it? What impresses you the most about our town? What's still missing? Like, what's the thing that we still need more of?
0: I am born and raised here, grew grew up in the suburbs and moved back to Kansas City after college was not where I saw myself being. always saw Mm -hmm. myself being in a really, really big city and I moved back for some family circumstances. I will admit the funny thing about feeling like a city ambassador was I really hated being in Kansas City when I was first back here. (laughs) Growing up here, you're in your bubble. I've mentioned on this podcast before, but I like the honest to god truth i thought the plaza was downtown people would talk about downtown i thought it was the plaza i thought it was one and the same and i sort of realized being in my early 20s that if i was going to live here i have the ability to change my opinion about the city and not be miserable and the only way to do that is to throw myself wholeheartedly into the city and discover it and figure it out and basically act as if I was an out-of-towner who had just moved here for the first time. So that was sort of my approach. And with that, I just think I found that Kansas City, for better or for worse, really loves itself, really wants people to love it as well, and wants to feel like, hey, we're a huge city in the Midwest. There, of course, is Chicago. We will never be Chicago, and that's fine. But I think a lot of people in Kansas City hear others when they talk about large areas in the Midwest don't hear Kansas City's name. It's often St. Louis, sometimes Cincinnati and Cleveland and all these other places. And I think Kansas City so badly wants their name to be in the mix. But through that is this unbelievable expansion of Kansas City and people moving here and businesses moving their headquarters here, which of course, it has more people moving here and needing more things to expand so it's just been really incredible the thing i think kansas city misses is more public transportation i would love to not feel like i would ha- i have to be so so reliant on my car but i just want to see more and i know that's a really broad answer but i love when i hear about things that are being added to our skyline, so more tall buildings and things expanding.
1: Uh, but you know what? It's funny. I so I moved here in 2004. Yeah, and it. I had the same. You your story is my exact same one. I was here just as a stopover, so the girl I was dating at the time could finish law school and we can go to Chicago. And I, when she graduated, what we found, you know, the the recession had hit. It was just a bad time to be young and in your career, but both of us had jobs and we were pretty happy with that. And it took me another three years to realize like, we're not leaving. So like something has to change. And what I started finding was I wanted to live in Chicago or San Francisco or just, you know, anywhere else. And what I found when I went to those cities was upon returning what I was doing was touring, right? I was going out and being a tourist and I was like, I'd never really tried being a tourist in my own city. I never even tried to figure out like, if I wanted to be in Chicago for tech, um, do we have a tech scene in Kansas city? And Google fiber had just been announced. And and so it's one of those things where too, you kind of have to shift this mentality. Like, look, I got to get out there and figure out what's going on. I got to be part of the solution, not just sit around in my couch and bitch. And it is interesting to hear. I'm so glad to hear other people say that because- We've made a ton of progress, but we're still not, you know, up to the full potential of what the city can be. And um, we've come a ton, you know, a long way since the bombed out streets of 2004 to where downtown is now. But what every really great city is, is a really great community. And the more people are out walking, enjoying, you know, seeing these public improvements or private improvements and developments and things like that the better your city becomes and so um it's funny that you say that because I my my trajectory is the same and yeah. I just kept finding new ways to to be a part of the mix or get myself involved in it too which is fun
0: Yeah, well, you obviously are very involved in some of the biggest changes happening in Kansas City. So with Penway Point, there has been so much buzz around it. And often on this podcast, one of my last questions is always asking people, what do you love about Kansas City? What do you not love about Kansas City? And consistently, especially in the last six months or so, when people talk about what they love about Kansas City, everyone is mentioning Penway Point and the excitement. Just being able to see that Kansas City can have a district like that is just so exciting. So, for anyone who might not be familiar with what Penway Point is, can you just explain what that development is and what it's going to look like?
1: Pen- Penway Point is um, a, a six-acre development in just just barely south of the Crossroads District, just barely east of the West Side neighborhood, just barely west of Union Station, kind of sitting in the middle of nowhere, thus the point. And, you know, the idea was um several developers had looked at this site. It's an old industrial material storage yard um, that for over a hundred years. Has really been a place of construction industry, you know, just kind of horrible, you know, <laughs> toxic materials, and and you know nothing that a good vibrant downtown really needs anymore. It's that outdated use of an industrial site that since you know has moved way out of town and um, has just been you know the the former use is is not there anymore. Um, so several developers had looked at this site. Um, you know, different concepts. Even our development company um had looked at, you know, is it a residential site? Is it a place where uh, even a quick trip could go on the corner, you know, just kind of like spitballing all kinds of ideas. Our firm, though, what we've specialized in is rehabilitation of historic buildings. And as we got into each of these structures, of which there's still, you know, three, four, five, six buildings that are on the site, uh, we recognize, you know, really unique construction dating from uh, the late 1800s to the 1950s. And as you start to dig into some of those buildings, and you get them down to their shell, you start to realize, like, you couldn't rebuild these buildings if you tried. And, you know, what if we took this approach of rehabbing, just, you know, something that we know about, and finding a way to utilize these structures as they exist. And so that began, you know, this huge process um, with our firm and some of our partners. So our, our here company here inside this Penway Point project is this company called DaVinci um, KC. And really they're kind of more on the side of food and beverage operations. And as they stepped into the site, they looked at it and said, look, there's a really big open beer garden area here. There's a this cool old industrial loading dock um, can serve as a place for people to come out and hang out and sit next to each other. Um, and there's almost this ability to turn this into, you know, a giant indoor outdoor food hall. Courtyard and entertainment district, um, and that's just where it started. And then there's countless thousands of hours of ideation, brainstorming, architectural design, um, sales, sales meetings, trying to pitch other operators, restaurateurs, um, a Ferris wheel operator, you know, all kinds of different people to to join into that vision. And so that's really where it, the foundation started: is what if we let the city and nature retake this industrial site? and turn it back to the city of Kansas City something that the residents and citizens will and the tourists will love and and come to appreciate over the next however many years.
0: Being able to have something new while still retaining the old is really special and is one of the reasons that when I started hearing about Penway Point instantly jumped out at me cuz I just loved that idea of this older architecture that as you said it's not really something you would see today especially with everything being so modern and sleek and while I love those looks it's nice to have variety especially in a city skyline. You don't want everything to look the same over and over.
1: Yeah, Kansas City kind of accidentally benefited from taking a time out during one of the development cycles in the, you know, late 80s early 90s where a lot of glass curtain wall buildings went up and, you know, old cool historic buildings were knocked down. And that's why I think you still see a lot of not to the scale of a city like Detroit, um but You know, we have really beautiful historic structures, and I think there's something about Kansas Cityans that, for some reason, I'm not a native Kansas Cityan, but I'm really attached to the story of where I live. You know, and I think um, people here in the Midwest just tend to appreciate it more. And so, you know, at Penway Point or you know any of our other development projects, we really like to dig into you know what did happen here, and you know this one in particular. There's you know, there's an old river that runs underneath the property still to this day that was buried, or the OK Creek. Um, it sits right in front of the railway, um, which was really the lifeblood of this entire city. Um, you know, the trains still run uh, as a backdrop into this site, which is super cool. And there's, of course, you know, really wicked stories of um, entrepreneurs um, turned civic leaders that started the Car Waters Company. Um, you know, with some seed funding from a Kemper at one time. And it's just kind of fun to dig into that stuff and really start to appreciate it. But but again, it's it's also a try and true story of, you know, all the things that used to happen so close to the core and the heart of a city um, to make it operate. And now we have to rethink, you know, what makes sense there.
0: Since you have lived in Kansas City and worked at 3D Development, what are the biggest changes you have noticed in Kansas City?
1: Well, I mean, when just first moving to Kansas City uh, in 2004, uh, downtown, you know, and a lot of people have this story, downtown just wasn't a place a lot of people frequented. Um, it wasn't the social center that it's become today. Um, craft beer wasn't really crazy popular, but the one that exists in Kansas City and Boulevard was, you know, at the epicenter of that and and really kind of, I think, um, you know, something more entrepreneurs should have aspired to be. I mean, you look at what the transformation of the old buildings that they turned into this crazy, awesome brewery is just remarkable. Um, But I think, you know, you've started to see people take hold to this weird idea in the Midwest of urban living and, you know, where we have so much land. And, you know, the reason a lot of this, not this city, but just the, the region was settled was because there was a lot of property you could spread out. Um, You can start a farm and, you know, raise your family and everything like that. And I think Kansas City, since, you know, I started living here in 2004, has come to appreciate living closer to people, establishing that community, um, being able to walk down the street um, and know people's names, know shop operators, um, have a favorite neighborhood hangout. Um, that kind of stuff. I think that was all happening. It was just all spread out and it's starting to really come back. Even you can see, you know, in neighborhoods like, you know, Brookside or Crestwood or the Plaza or wherever, you know, the old neighborhood shops from, you know, if you go back just 20 or 30 years ago, um, were not doing as well as they are today and are not commanding the rents that they do today because people are finding more appreciation and walking down the street to, you know, go grab a bite to eat um, or meet with friends or whatever.
0: As you said, being able to walk into these establishments and feel like they really know the owners, and go to the same places over and over, while still finding new places to explore, and that sense of local is all driven from community. And when you support local, that money is being put back into the community, and it's this really awesome cycle that people have really latched onto. And I think what makes Kansas City so unique.
1: No, I totally agree, and and I think you know even beyond that, what we love more than anything is you know having a friends and family coming into town and and be able to share those places with them, right? And I think um, being able to take them to a really unique brewery down the street versus, or 12 minutes away to downtown, you know, like I I live in Waldo as well and it's just that fast or that quick, you know, being able to, you know, go show them, you know, not a, you know, a Gordon Beersh brewery, but uh, some really, you know, some district full of 10 of them, you know? Um, I just think that that kind of stuff is what we all crave. We, you know, love to to be the the tour guide. I love to show people around. I love to show them the unique fabric and
0: culture of the city. Once production is done and everything is really up and running, what do you think it's going to do for Kansas City and how do you think it's going to change downtown and the crossroads?
1: I hope it becomes that destination that people, you know, not just from Kansas City, but regionally aspire to come and visit um you know a big reason that the 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 icon experiences company who's running the observation wheel chose penway point as a place to to plant their 150 foot ferris wheel was its proximity to some other big landmarks you know union stations museum legoland the aquarium and also downtown Uh, make it a real easy place to pop in and out. You know, I think that um, it becomes this place that you can take friends and family, you can bring your kids, um, you can just go out for the night um, and hang out. I think that's that's really the goal. I, I think broader than that, the hope, and again, as a person who loves historic rehabilitation, the hope also is that people are coming to appreciate you know the story of what was there, how it became rebuilt. You know, as an example, um, one of the one of the folks that we're partnering with is the Lumi Neon Museum, and they have over fifty neon signs all plucked out of Kansas City storefronts and and front parking lots um, of you know businesses that still exist and some that have gone away. Um, all of them will be historically appreciated um, in our Neon Alley, though, and I think that that's really our goal. Is it's Maybe it's sort of a museum. Maybe it's a dining and drinking establishment. Maybe it's a cool place to go get the best view of the skyline in Kansas City from the top of a 150-foot Ferris wheel. It has a little bit of something for everyone, though.
0: I love the idea of having these new experiences. And as you mentioned, being able to not only bring out of towners in, but being a tourist in your own city, you can just tell people are really excited for what this district is going to be and to have more options. As I mentioned earlier, I think a lot of people are in the same boat as me of just wanting more. And it's fun to see the buzz that Penway Point is bringing. What are some details that you might be able to share? What people would be able to experience when they visit Penway Point?
1: We've we've just announced that um, Boulevard is coming over and doing a barrel aged warehouse experience. Um, so being able to taste some of their finest beers. Um, Side by side that have all been barrel aged, which is really cool. You know, a great partner down the street, having experience at Penway Point. Uh Nick Grunauer from the Grunauer Restaurant here in the Crossroads um, has had this really amazing sausage kiosk concept from um, his hometown, and you know, in 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 Austria, and having this really cool street sausage um, right there is something that I think. Um, a high-end restaurant tour, doing something so cool like that, is going to really take off. Chef Jay's Barbecue, um, a barbecue operator that, if you haven't discovered yet, you better go visit him while you can. He's the top one in the city, in my opinion. Um, we'll be moving his location into Penway Point. You know, we've got a, an operating partner that's working with Da Vinci to establish several concepts within this giant uh, warehouse that's going to have. Um, a beef and bottle restaurant, which is high end burgers and you know uh, steaks, uh, fifty plus bottled beers. Uh, they'll have a really cool indoor outdoor beer garden area. Uh, you know an audio video lounge. You know just all kinds of really amazing things. All kind of anchored around this really amazing outdoor beer garden. We've got several other concepts that are still to be named, but you know you can imagine a lot of recreation. We've got two volleyball courts on site. The plan is to amplify that with several other yard games as part of the Da Vinci property there on the north end. We'll have a giant uh, video screen that you can imagine, you know, would be great for watching a Chiefs game or whatever the, you know, game of the day or thing of the day happening is, you know, again, everything we're doing is really not about any one individual concept, but really how we bring a lot of people together um, to celebrate and enjoy. So I think You'll see a lot more as we go here, but um, just with this initial batch of operators that we've announced, um, I hope that what we're trying to showcase is we we are finding the best of Kansas City concepts, bringing them together in one place, um, creating a really great environment to you know not just eat and drink and and share and hang out, but really bring the whole family together um, and create an environment that you know isn't just like a party until you drop environment like, uh, you know, like anywhere else, um, but a place where you're going to feel comfortable around a really cool, diverse set of Kansas Indians and visitors from afar.
0: Creating these spaces that, don't pigeonhole who the target audience is, but creating something that everyone is going to be able to find something that interests them and that they wanted. I'm excited to see what this does for Kansas City in terms of growth. We've obviously talked about growth a lot, but just where this goes and what it could lead to, like what's next and just continue to have more of those experiences for people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I, if you have ask me like what Kansas city needs it's I think of the cities I have visited in a similar state or size um you know the ones that are doing it really well are figuring out how to bring people together in a more culturally dense way and and I think what what the shift that you're noticing here in Kansas city and the reason there's cooler concepts and things are happening is you know an a neighborhood like downtown has the infrastructure and is built to hold the most people of any other neighborhood in Kansas City. And the better we can do at making it not only populated with cool concepts, but easy to get between each of them, um, the better the city as a whole continues to come. Because it's not even about, you know, this one neat thing going on. It's like, can I walk safely three, six, five blocks down the street? Or what you hear a lot in a city like a New York or a Boston or Chicago is. Oh, that's a twenty minute walk. Well, a twenty minute walk is a mile. Um, and in a city like that, you don't even notice it. And I think that's our big opportunity here is um to keep bringing enough people, enough concepts, enough daytime office workers, I mean, you name it, all those things need to continue to pile into downtown Kansas City to keep growing and and the health of not just downtown but the broader city um in in really high high respect. so
0: what do you think Kansas city is going to look like in five or 10 years?
1: Um, I mean, I don't, I can't say that. I know exactly what it will look like. I know what we need. And it is, you know, we need to continue to grow our downtown district. And, and I think we've done such a good job as a city in hopefully bringing sports downtown. Um, I think we've done a really great job in attracting big hotels. Um, You know, when you, when you talk to, when you come down here on a, you know, when there's a big conference in town and you start to realize these tourists from our city are really having a ball and enjoying the city, it's it's evident that it's ready. Uh, it's just like we can't do it, you know, just for three days with a conference. It needs to, needs to have some sustained momentum to drive more. So I'd say to answer your question, um, my hope is we've seen, you know, not only an increase in residents downtown and hotels, but we've also seen you know, a doubling or or tripling of the number of downtown workers and visitors and everything like that. I think finding more ways to to have that Monday through Friday daytime foot traffic um, is the thing that sets a really healthy downtown and a healthy city and metro area apart from just an average one. And I think we're making really good strides. The, you know, for us, our our real niche in the development market is we, we do like historic rehab, but we build office primarily. And and Grand Place, the historic Kansas City Star building, um, that was built in 1911 originally, um, is now under construction as you know a 230,000 square feet of office. Um, we'll have a 22,000 square foot food hall and market within it. Um, we hope to see that become another epicenter within the downtown neighborhood. But again, it's not us by ourselves. It's there's a whole bunch of developers all working, you know, in their own corners, somewhat together, on bringing more and more of this cool stuff to the downtown neighborhood. So yeah, I think I think my answer is I I want to see what I want to see as Kansas City is a more vibrant da- downtown neighborhood. You know, I love to get in the conversation of traffic challenges and parking and all that stuff like that. I can assure you that we're ready to handle it. Um, I just, in order for us to be that vibrant city, we need people to come back to an office um, and, and hopefully more of them come and do that downtown.
0: What have you felt like the feedback has been, not just with Penway Point, but with all these other projects you're involved in and the restoration you just mentioned? well,
1: I think I think the feedback's clear. I mean, look at where look at where the people coming out of college are choosing to live now. um you know, look at where they're choosing to hang out. You know, come down to the East Crossroads on an average Thursday night now and head over to casual animal brewery uh, and try and find a seat. You know, I think like the feedback is, um, you know, really, always going to be in how many people are, you know, attending or coming to your concept or or whatever. And for us, you know, a lot of our stuff has been office. I mean, that's primarily what we've developed. Um, you know, even through the pandemic, the building I'm sitting in, you know, really didn't have too much of a dip in its utilization, primarily because um, they're smaller businesses, they depend on each other, but we also try to create a really clean, safe, pleasant environment, um, starting from where they park all the way to getting into the office, and you know, just not only developing cool concepts but managing them well um, is a really important thing. So I don't know. And then just beyond that, uh, you know, how can you not like cool historic rehabs? I mean, the office building I'm sitting in was a creamery for a small dairy in western Kansas. To show people that you know this is a warehouse that they you know chilled and churned butter, Um, they froze ice cream and put it on a rail. Um, That's pretty fun. Um, It's just fun to look at the stories and you know blend modern material with um, historic construction, and it's just uh, it's just a fun thing to do. Like nobody hates that.
0: You're obviously very plugged into Kansas City and Kansas City businesses. What are some of your favorite local businesses to go out and support?
1: Oh boy, here I'm gonna make some friends, huh? or enemies. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't say that I've got any one single favorite. you know, i've I've got some some great friends doing really cool things though, and you know it's uh, uh, I'd be remiss, you know, the the guy's bodega is a tenant of ours in one of our buildings, and it's just a fun place to go into it. Not only do they have great sandwiches, the same menu they have down at uh, Kelly's in Westport, another favorite place to go. But they also have small little grocery items and things like that. And I think seeing that even is another telltale sign of what the downtown neighborhood is starting to see and need. They've got people looking just for a place to go pop in and get a bottle of Coke. And it barely exists. And so the bodega is kind of a fun little shop for that. Um, I like every single brewery in this city. I don't have a single one I don't like. Um, had a uh, had a West Coast IPA at BKS this weekend. Um, but it was at Casual Animal last Thursday. Uh, so, you know, I, I try to spread my money around to all of those. And I don't know, like, I think, one that maybe sticks close to my heart and it's Andy Rieger is a good friend of mine, but he also found me He at a time when, or I found him at a time when he was just getting his business started and I was really developing my love for the city and got to go in and hand label a few bottles with him and got to know their story a little bit. So I just have a soft spot in my heart for them. But those are all alcohol establishments. I'm sure I like other things. <laughs> just spend a lot of time there, I guess.
0: I mean, in the Crossroads alone, I don't know how many breweries there are in a mile radius, but the fact that all of these breweries support one another and customers go and support each of them is just really cool. Because if one is full and you can't find a seat, you just pop over to another or you start at one and then you go to another, whatever the case might be. It's really cool to see how, you know, another way Kansas City really supports local businesses. You know, what a perfect way to gather people together in a part of our city.
1: And I think that's just it is like at the end of the day, people just want to be around other people. And I think we maybe touched on this earlier in the conversation. When I first moved here, one of the hardest things to do was find a way to connect with somebody else here. You know, Kansas City had its neighborhoods and its cliques. Um, You probably hung out with the people you went to high school or college with. um, And it's really hard to penetrate some of those circles. I think we've all had our experiences in, in giving that a shot. And until you find a community where you feel comfortable or somebody brings you in, um, it's very hard to to feel included. And I think breweries have always done a good job. Even like I just think it's I, I love sitting around and watching a half empty table get filled up by five random strangers because I think that's just fun. And like eventually those people are, you know, playing a board game together or chatting or whatever. So breweries have figured out community. Um, they also have social, social lubricants, you know as part of their business model, so it helps. But I just think like, you know, if you take that and multiply that in a larger scale, that's what, you know, large cities and infrastructure in cities should speak to. And that's, you know, when we think of, you know, whether it's Penway Point or our Grand Place office project, what about this is going to bring people together? How are we going to allow people to run into each other and create connection? Um and become friends, um, overseeing each other regularly, um, or inviting somebody in that's maybe, you know, sitting by themselves, or they're a smaller group, um, and they happen to have a dog, and we've got a dog, you know, it's like, how do you create these moments and allow people to just really connect and be together?
0: It's why I have so much fun exploring, because I know that sense of togetherness, and people wanting to connect with others and help others and connect you to this person and this person to that person. It's it's just unique. And I think it makes Kansas City such a great place for these developments. Like what a better place than to have these projects where you're optimizing that sense of togetherness that people here really want. Not totally green. Is there any social media or any specific place that people should be keeping track of or looking at to get updates as they come?
1: When we first uh well so first of all you can uh you can learn a little bit more about our development company at uh dot com. Um is our website out there and I'm sure you can share a link if you want. Penway point, um, we're just getting stuff running. We kind of we strategically didn't want to talk about it, and just wanted to show people when it was done, but we're quickly getting, you know, overwhelmed with requests to talk about it. So we're we we are. Um you can go to Um, it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those, I think, uh, point KC is the handle. You can find, um, information on it there. Um, and again, we'll link to it from our development side as well. If anybody's interested.
0: Eric, thank you so much just for coming on here and sharing information about, about these projects. I am excited and I know everyone else at Kansas city is excited and anxiously waiting for, for Penway point to be up and running so people can go experience it.
1: Uh, me too. We're uh, we're actively getting things built over there and, and continuing to charge forward. So hopefully uh, in, in no time, we'll all be sharing drinks out there and watching concerts and having all kinds of fun.
0: You can find related articles and 3D Developments website in the show notes. If you like this podcast, please consider taking a moment to rate and review it. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at KC by Sari. See you next week. Ooh. Hey. Hey. Casey Confidential.
1: Casey's confidential.
0: Yay! Hey. Kansas City's best. Ooh, Casey Confidential. Mm.
1: Goodle pa pa da pa pa da 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 da
0: da